Sweat Equity Podcast, the number one comedy business podcast in the world. We've got our guest, Louis. Louis? Grenier? Do it! Everyone hates marketers. Dot com. We've got a, yeah, dot, dot com. com. And the podcast, Everyone Hates Marketers by Louis Grenier. Grenier. You think. don't know, do you? Well, it's French, I'm pretty sure. It's definitely French. Give him a five-star. Give us a five-star on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, your mom's Walkman, LinkedIn. We're big on LinkedIn. I'm your, host, I'm your host, Lost Smith, and to my right, your left, is Eric Redinger. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> yep. We're, I'm a little sick. What? So we're going to get right to this ad for a grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get you. $75 off an annual plan. What's Grasshopper, you say? Well, it's a business phone line. Do you have a Google Voice number going to your business? Fuck that shit. Do you oh. have yeah? Do you have your phone number going to your business line? Fuck that shit. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get you $75 off an annual phone plan. Pick your own vanity number, like 1-800-BUY-TITS. Okay, I'm sure that's not taken. <laughs> Probably taken. Uh, 1-800- Woke tit. You're not going to come up with one that's not taken. I just did. Especially 1-800. They used all those. They went to 1-888. Woke tit. You can do local. You can do 1-800 numbers. You can do 1-88 numbers. 1-855. Woke tit. That's why all the 1-800 numbers are gone. Yeah, because all all the money. Not why, but that's the result of it. Point being, go on Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. You don't get the $75 off the annual plan unless you go to try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Like Keith Sweat. Like Montez Sweat. Yeah. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get you that $75 off an annual plan for your business phone line. Don't be a jabroni and have it go to your personal cell phone. Don't do it. It's the worst. Hello? Is this the business I was trying to call? Hello? Who? Hello? Who? Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. $75 off an annual plan. Let's get this party started. Howdy time. What about my sweat equity? Oh yeah, we'll just go cold, dude. Yeah, that's how we do it. We do a little dry rub right into it. <laughs> no, yeah, I like it as well. I like the improv, man. I, I don't like when people send me questions in advance and you know, you like totally. our like you like our style of no production, <laughs> exactly, like unproduction. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's. So it's, it's I can see that you like the challenge. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, everybody hates everyone. I, I want to say everybody every time. Everyone hates marketers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. What else do I send them to? Everyone hates marketers.com. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, thing. that's that's the thing. I mean, it started as a podcast, and it's 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 turning into a business about fighting bullshit with radical differentiation, oh, fighting cool. marketing bullshit. Okay. Okay. Lewis is holding up All a right. shirt that has a, a, a bull with a red cross thing through it. No bullshit. Yeah, well, no it bullshit. looks like it's anti-bull, but it's all... Oh, it's oh, shitting. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is shitting. There's a the turd. Shit. Okay. Yeah. It's actually shitting. If there was no shit, it would be anti-bull, which... Gotcha. Yeah. That's you know, just doesn't weird. Make I like beef. Sense. Well, you 
could be. A, yeah, exactly. I, I, if you can make a case for anti bull, I could go for it. Yeah. Maybe anti. You're a bear market guy. You're not a bull market guy. Mm. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. See how we spun that into a good thing. That's that how we do a it. White man joke uh, there. <laughs> what man? Everybody's into yeah. Robin Hood and, uh, and Acorns and and GameStop and the Reddit movement. Anti Wall Street. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how we uh, that's how we got hooked up with Lewis here through Reddit. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I find your whole Weird. I find your whole tongue in cheek kind of uh, brand, for lack of a better way to explain it, your brand messaging at least, uh, as as uh, refreshing because we kind of feel that way as well. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of douchebag marketing people, and um, uh, I've got an issue with it. I hate SEO companies. How about you? <laughs> There's so many oh. things I hate. But Tell I'm going to start with something. Um, I was actually quite happy to receive your message because when I checked out your branding and your message, and I, I listened to a few of your episodes, even though I had to stop after a while because I was just, my heart was pumping so fast. It was so fucking like, couldn't follow um but i i really like the um, i really like the brand that you have going on and the fact that you're taking fucking risks right like you're not doing average things for average people you're clearly not afraid of offending people and that's one of the core <laughs> things that I, I think is the answer to the marketing bullshit but you know what the, the surprising answer to what do i hate about marketing is is not actually marketers i hate the system that make some marketers having to to do what they have to do to fucking keep their job, please their boss, uh, feed their family. You know, I think pressure is immense on marketers nowadays. Now more than ever with COVID, with bosses who don't understand what marketing is, thinking that marketing is just fucking promotion, and where they have no say about the product they are selling. So it's a tongue-in-cheek business, like the entire message. But I don't blame marketers. I I tend to blame others who, who are forcing them or some of them at least. I, I do this. like a lot of things. It's, it's definitely complex and it's probably, it's a 3d kind of look, but it's, it's definitely the thing of like, I think there's a lot of bullshit on the marketing side. Uh, um, and I get, I empathize with that. Everyone hates marketers because there's a lot of people that do love the churn. They love the churn. They don't care because they can hide behind a keyboard. I've got a disdain mm -hmm. for that. I also, I'm with you on the other side. The, it's not a lot, the good ones. It's not a lot of their fault. Sometimes it's uh, it's usually the client side, or the yep. or the boss side. I should say. Uh, yeah, and, and I think an easy, I mean, quote unquote, easy, a simple to understand concept that is not that easy to implement is to think about it in terms of first principles, which which are the things that will never change, and. When you think about it this way, what are the things that will never change about marketing? It's always about people understanding them, you know, giving them what they want, um, giving them a good fucking product, uh, making sure they talk about it to their friends, giving them like something that they can talk about. And when you deviate from that and obsess over specific channels at the minute, at the time we're recording this, like Clubhouse is a fucking brand new fucking thing. I just said, everyone is on it. <laughs> I just said Eric the link to it. Yeah. That's so weird. We were just talking about it 20 minutes ago. Cause it's the, tr it's which the is trend. great. It's mid February, oh. 2021. It's that's, 
which is fine, man. Like I don't dish, uh, like I don't dish the, the channel. I think it's a great idea. No problem there. But the problem is when marketers obsess over that instead of obsessing over the customers, they tend to forget the bigger picture, and it's not going to solve your business problem whether you're on Clubhouse or not. So, it's a, it's those type of things that I try to preach through the podcast, and now it's turning into something a bit bigger. Um, and yeah, and thanks so much for your time and for inviting me and, and, and asking those questions. Uh, it means a lot. Is yeah. that it? Are thanks for having us. Bye. See you later. <laughs> is it, wait, thanks for having me. Is this, uh, we, you have to explain Clubhouse to us because we don't even get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, All like, right, so I don't even know. I, I, that's, that's the thing. Like Someone will go, we got to get on Clubhouse. I know what you're talking about. I he know told that. it to me. I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not. No. To be fair, most of the I links I send them are pretty bad. So... <laughs> Whatever black you guys, dick fucking app this yeah. is, no thanks. What's wrong with black dick? Have you watched? Uh, you, 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 are you a fan of The Office, the, the, sure, the TV sure, show? Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so you know the scene when Oscar comes to Michael and say, "We have a surplus," and uh, and Michael doesn't understand what the fuck it means. So he says, "Can you explain it like I'm eight? Right. So do you want me to explain it like I'm like you're eight or like you're five? That's this whole show. <laughs> explain well, it to yeah, me like five. I'm five. Yeah, we're Reddit. We'll All go right. Reddit. Explain so, it to me like you're five. Imagine you have a lot of time in your hand, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you just talk shit to, uh, to each other. But instead of having just the two of you talking shit, you have 300 people listening to you talking shit. Interesting. At a specific time, you know. So no, but like, it's, it's, just, it's just audio first, audio only. And it's basically a conference call, a webinar, whatever you want to call it, that is audio only, that's that specific time with recurring ones, so you can go into a room and then every day, every week, whatever, you'll have people joining and talking. That okay. sounds annoying. It sounds, yes. I, it sounds, it sounds like, like an obligation. <laughs> right. Like it we, sounds like it's going to kill, I mean, people say it's going to kill podcasting and people no. say a lot of things, but that's the bullshit and that's the problem. So first principles, where do your people hang out? If, by all means, if all your people are like super agey, super early adopters, people who just love the new and the shiny in the startup world and who love the fucking hustle uh, in San Francisco, then you're very likely to have Clubhouse to be your first channel you need to be in. If you're selling to elderlies in, uh, in whatever, like you're selling them like uh, stuff to go up the stairs or whatever, don't go on Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're in Florida, so we're all elderly all the time. You know that market, right? We you know that it. very well. Well, we love it. We're, we're we're jitterbug cell phone kind of marketers. You know, mm -hmm. we're we're uh, electric or medical device kind of marketers over here. But it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, uh, we're in the comedy world too, so we know comedians are actually pretty good about getting on the first kind of thing because they're such attention whores. So it's funny, as soon as I signed up from someone that's more of an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, more in that, that Bay Area kind of thing, I got the invite. I see all the comedians I know that are in it, in it already because they're trying to hoard themselves out as fast as possible, which yeah. I think is funny. And if they can talk shit, I mean, that's the second favorite thing I mean, yeah, a comedian. That is kind of, I mean, that's what this podcast kind of is in a way. But uh, Really? A little bit. We want to talk shit. Didn't notice. We, we've had people on... Uh, to be a little bit more caustic and, and kind of, uh, you know, more or less, if we like people, we're not going to shit on them, but it's not, I don't know. It's We've I, definitely had guests who are like, oh, this guy, uh, okay, let's get him on, see what he does. Not you, Lewis. Just, no. 
Yeah, right. that was us. Well, so, we saw. And you're you're in Ireland. Let me guess, because you're smarter. You're getting the tax break. Is that why you're there? <laughs> yeah, let let's reinvent history. Yeah, I'm here for the twelve twelve point five percent profits uh, tax tax on profit. It's actually not that much of a tax heaven, to be honest. Is um, it? No? I mean, no, we pay twelve point five percent corporation tax. In France, it will be thirty three percent tax on profit. It's not that crazy. Like, I think there's this reputation because of stories with Facebook being here. Now, if you are a wanker and you are <laughs> Facebook and you want to save tax, then because you're in Europe, then you can use loopholes within Europe by incorporating a lot of shit in Luxembourg uh -huh. uh, because you're based in Ireland. Like, so it's not as simple as me as a small entrepreneur. Oh, I thought I it don't was, benefit from any tax. I, break I definitely from. thought Ireland was the spot to go for the tax break for uh, like digital marketers and stuff. No, that's you see, that's really shit. interesting. Mm. Maybe maybe yeah. it is on that bigger level where yeah. they do have those offices there for for that purpose because it's the yes. least. Ex it sounds like it's the least expensive of all. You know, your gateway to Europe. Now it's not. I, I do. I mean, to be honest, I do like the way. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take so much shit for this, uh, but I do like the way the British, the Irish, the Americans do business compared to like the French. Yeah, um, that's right. I've never, <laughs> I've never been. I've actually never worked in France apart from being like in fast food, fast food employee in supermarket. Okay. So I don't really know the actual business and the way. It, it, but I do enjoy the, the no bullshit. I do. I do enjoy the the fact that you can stick your head out and people will most likely like that. While in France, the culture is a bit more the other way, like shut the fuck up, uh, level up, level down. Don't really show too much wealth, too much success, whatever, because people are going to feel jealous or you're up to no good. So I, I do prefer that. And just to answer briefly the question, the reason why I'm in Ireland is just because I, I was doing an internship 10 years ago here after studying in business school in France. And I stayed, met my wife, my, my now wife, um, and yeah, I mean Dublin for the last ten years. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean how how is it over there? How is the scene? I guess on the digital marketing side, or or the I don't want to say nomad marketer, but like I just feel like there's a lot of. Uh, I know you said you've been there. You've been the opposite of a nomad, basically. It sounds like, but uh, how is the the entrepreneurial kind of scene there? I, I'm curious. It's very. It's it's a small it's a small scene. I mean, the Republic of Ireland has only four point five million people, mm -hmm. um, which I'm pretty sure is less than Florida, for example, right? Definitely, uh, or even uh, less than fucking Miami. You're less than probably the middle of Florida if you put yeah. us and Orlando together. Yeah. So it's tiny. I mean, I used to go to startup weekends, you know, which are like weekends where you just go and invent a fucking idea and then group of people you don't know. <laughs> and then you pitch something on the Sunday and then on the Monday you forget that everyone existed. Uh -huh. um, so there is a few, like there is a few people uh, who are like very kind of startup-y, um, talking about startups all day, every day, incubators and stuff, but it's quite small. So you kind of know them all once you do one. Right. Um, I would challenge you saying that there is no digital marketing side because digital marketing is, doesn't exist. There's marketing, but maybe oh. sometimes it's digital. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. debate. You're you're do, you're doing it with this, a smile on your face, and it's fine. I I agree. I look. I'm 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 someone that got into the digital space, and I I really what space the did di, di, the digital space. This thing 
this uh, online area, this <laughs> this non digiweb. Yeah, this non tangible part, and uh, I feel like uh, it made me in a contrarian kind of way, which you could probably respect. Uh, it made me go the other way when I would talk to anybody that's in the digital world. It's like, let's not ignore offline. Let's not ignore traditional. Yeah, it's all the same thing. You can't do it without digital marketing. I mean, right. it has to be online. It's all integrated. It's all touch points. I always bring up the the thing. I, I've got the sniffles, so you got to excuse me. Yeah. The, Stop doing blow, dude. Dude, I wish. Uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> I wish it wasn't post-nasal drip, uh, which is the lamest-sounding like sickness. I'm sorry. I got right. post-nasal drip. Um, it's this bitch schnoz of mine. I can't help it. But uh, it's that thing of uh, a, uh, average average touch points to buy a car, in a, in at least in the United States, is 25 touch points. 19 are digital, but you know six are not. It's very interesting how a lot of those touch points you don't even know they're subconscious and all that. But yep. it doesn't it doesn't eliminate the fact that there is traditional value and you need to have that touch point there. You're about to pull a book out, which I feel like is going to just yeah. totally rock my world. <laughs> no, but no, but I, what I like to say on, on those type of things is, is you're absolutely right. Like, uh, but people don't think about it this way, right? We marketers invent new fucking words to make things even more complex than they are. But yes, exactly as you said, people Attribute. think about stuff <laughs> for a long time, right? They think about stuff for a long time. The higher the purchase, the riskier for them. The more they think about it, the more they'll, they'll talk about it to their friends and whatnot. Um, but what matters the most for companies in order to get new customers and so that they come back, they think of you when they want to buy a car is to build mental availability, which is a great concept. And again, the first principle concept, which is about making sure that they think of you when that people think of you when they're ready to buy or when they're thinking of a car. What's the first brand that comes to mind, you know, and top then, of mind, yeah. and then seeing you. So it's beyond just top of mind. It's also physical availability, meaning making sure that you have stores uh-huh. everywhere so they can buy from you. And so it's a bit beyond that. And this book is very good for that, like How Brands Grow by Baron Sharp, who's an Aussie guy, I think. And what I like about this book compared to most other marketing books is that it's scientific. And I know the science, the S word in the US right now is not that uh, super that's, fucking that popular. Does, that's not applying to us. We like science. Yeah. No, I know. I'm, 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 cool. I'm, t- I'm t- But, oh, dude, I'm I know. You. I know. It's like, that sucks. Eric that's doesn't a- believe in dinosaurs. But other than that. <laughs> other than that, he's, he's cool. He's a creationist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do we still have monkeys? But, How do we still have them? Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I, love the, um, I love going back to those principles to, to just brush off the buzzwords and, and think back about. You don't talk about your about buying a car this way, you know, um, you don't think, oh, I'm going the traditional way right now because I'm talking to someone, mm. whether they know a good brand, and then I'm going to go digital now because I'm going to search on Google. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You don't think about it that way from the c- consumer side at all, no. Uh, that's the trick of marketing. That's the magic of it, as they like to say, the, you yeah. know, that you don't know, you don't know you're being marketed to. Yeah, and that's usually that's the right type of marketing. Tell me more. Like, sir, you're asking me plenty of questions, but I'm actually super curious. I didn't read on that. So, wh- why did you do? Why are you doing this podcast? Like, what's your what's your play? It, we're the number one comedy business podcast in the world because there isn't any others. Uh, and yeah. um, creating you know, a new category, I like it. It it started out with um, yeah, some some call us trailblazers. You know, the <laughs> uh, category creators. Mostly you know, us, no big deals. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the buzzwords I can throw out there. 
that annoy me. But uh, innovators. Yeah, uh, dis, uh, uh, disruptors. Disruptors is my favorite. Um, no, we. Uh, I had an agency for five years, uh, and Eric worked there as well. We just, you know, it's one of those things where we have a mix of comedy. I think there's a lot of there are a lot of funny things in the business world. There's not a lot of authenticity in. I see like LinkedIn is the opposite of content that you you would call authentic, uh, and I th- I thought there was a good lane for this kind of you know, professional world meets uh, like kind of real stand-up talk in a way. Yeah, we we definitely have that creative uh, monkey on our back that we want to produce things, you know, and for us, we find ourselves funny. So many, we, how- we think that, you know, we'll sit down and talk for a while. And uh, should I change the camera so that people can't see how disgusting you are? What, all my Jesus jizz rags Christ, on here? dude. Um, here. Look at this shit, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> What? They just have my bugs on it. Um, no, my my thing was like, the talks I have with people behind closed doors are way more interesting. Here's the other thing. We know what we don't know. And so yeah. by this podcast is a vehicle to have someone like, I would never reach out and go, hey, can we talk for 30 minutes? You know, on Clubhouse right. or some other thing. You know? <laughs> can we be friends? For a t- just, we're not going to do anything That's with amazing. it. Just. So there is, that was, a, I would call that a, a symptom of, uh, that was like so, something that happened as a residual effect of having the podcast is, is going out of your comfort zone to reach out to people to go, hey, I like what you're doing over here. Can you come on? Um, now, now you see it. I'm sure you've seen this too. Uh, this is my least favorite thing. People making podcasts in the business world just to get the lead to talk to them, which is smart. It's smart. But the, the comedian side of me, the, the authentic, keep it real kind of side of me really hates it. It's smart. It works. I, I, I if someone asked me to come on their podcast and I get that sniff of it, of, of oh, you just asked me on to get, yeah. get my business. Yeah. I'll, I'll call it out in the first, like, I'll make sure to make it like minute three in case they need to edit it. Yeah, you know you lull them in. <laughs> yeah. Be I'll like, go, oh, is that why you have me on? Yeah. To, to, you wanted to, oh, I know this is a lead gen thing. And they're like, huh? I'm like, you think that's I'm a, fucking That's idiot? a good point. And, and that's why podcasting is getting so popular because people get the idea that it's a Trojan horse for you to, to make friends, build connections. And now for business, like for my, like my own, I reach well. We have a proposal one... for you after the show. Is that okay? Of course, we're going to send it via Proposify. <laughs> yeah, I, I've reached one million downloads through the podcast over the last four years, right? I saw. So, Congrats. quite a lot. However, however, humble brag. I it's it's I found it incredibly difficult to convert listeners into anything. Well, uh, more you, than people listening, right? So, what do you want over to do? time? Well, no, over, over time, my, my point is that to like, quote-unquote monetize or if, if you're trying to launch a podcast right now and want to make money of it and think even with 20,000 fucking listens every week, you're going to get anything, apart from maybe good sponsorship and good deals like that, I, I, you're going to struggle is, is my point. So it's a Trojan horse for the next thing, which is people adding me on LinkedIn or Twitter, joining the, my email list, but it takes a long time. So it's not an easy channel for that, but to build connections like we are right now and to make friends and yeah. and it's fucking awesome. Well, we yeah. talk about it like him and I will do this if 10 people are listening and that that's where it needs to start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There has to be that passion. It can't be if you go in, uh, this is going to be my job. If I fail at it, I'm done. 
It's like you're yeah. not. That's not going to be a good podcast. I still do. You get somebody I, overthinking things every sentence. Jeez. I'll still do stand up in front of ten people too. Like you have to do it in a way to you like the craft, the process. I you, you don't love it while you're in it, but I mean you do over time, and, and it's just about a, a bunch of reps. I still don't think we're where we know we can be with the show, but for for us, um, again on the comedy side, the comedy business side. A lot of guys have a podcast, so they sell tickets on the road. And a lot of people can do live podcasts. That that might be something down the line for us if we can get enough. Yeah, but the the link is a bit more obvious, right, for you, like because it's more what creative. you're hearing, yeah, on the podcast would could be material that you could hear live as well, and it's like yeah, but maybe we, it's, maybe am, the link is closer. We improv so much that I it's not I things I'm repeating are usually from someone else. And it's usually mm. kind of stuff from. I always like to say we're gonna only repeat stuff I heard from smarter people. It's not stuff I'm coming up with whole cloth. I mean, that's all business right. to me, right? Mm. Business is going. They do this well. We're gonna do this a, a little bit better. We're gonna copy what they did. And we're gonna do it a little bit better, or different, or whatever you want to call it. So what? Uh, nice. What brought you? I'm I'm curious. What frustration brought you to the contrarian brand of everyone hates marketers? Uh, I mean, I I was called by my history teacher in high school an intellectual terrorist. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Nice and it shook me to my core, man. I mean, the, yeah. this teacher, like that, that's the word I would always never forget because I remember I was being so shaken. It was a few years after 9-11 and even in France, obviously, like it was still a very, very sore, sensitive topic. And to be called... Like that, I realized how fucking of an asshole I was to, to <laughs> all of my to all of my professor teachers. So I used to try to find flaws in in their thinking all the time, and to the point where it just it's just I think been part of my psyche after like it just con like constantly trying to pick and poke holes, and I did that with my parents, friends, everyone. Were you class? And were you class clown? It wasn't really clown. It was more like trying desperately. To get attention from others okay. by not necessarily being that's, funny, but trying clowning? to be okay, smart. Okay, we know that game. Well, comedy is about contrast, right? You're trying to get yeah. a rise out of them, and uh, yeah, maybe you did it exactly. But dick, for myself, right? But maybe you did it in a dickish way. Like I, I'm seeing that I'm not touching you, kind of kid. You know, puts the hands in the face. Y'all have those kids? Yeah, that right? kind of shit. Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not touching you. Not touching yeah, I'm not you. touching you. Like, God, to get a reaction, right? Yeah. To get a reaction, you know, and so, and so. It never really left me, but I kind of forgot it when I started in marketing, and I forgot that that was my that was my edge. That was the reason why I was in marketing was actually to make people react and find new ways to make people react and to make people do what we'd like them to do, you know. And in the start of my career, we, I did crazy, stupid black hat stuff that never really worked, like stuffing keywords into a page, and you know. Yeah, don't yeah. don't don't put your thumb on me. Lot, and and it's fine. Like, I don't, Blackest hat. <laughs> uh, but like then after a while, I realized what I was so pissed off about. And when, when I linked that back to, to that part of my personality, I was like, aha, this is, like, this is who I am. Like, I'm a contrarian. I love that. I love just for the thrill of it. Sometimes I don't necessarily disagree, but I just fucking love just telling you something else, just to fucking annoy you. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like we're cut from the same cloth. Uh, yeah, I I, have that. you been told you would have been you would have made a good lawyer? 
No. Really? That's not, man. Really? No, that's not. Tip, no, it's typically more. You don't have to be. Well, maybe maybe the attorney field has is lowered here in the United States lately, but uh, but everybody's <laughs> like, if you have a strong angle and you're kind of a contrarian, you can kind of see. I I see it as a plus. I've always thought of myself in this a similar way. So Plus the law is different in Europe. You know. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's a little. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not as, way different rules. You know. You don't have three thousand billboards for attorneys over there. Yeah. Um, no, 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 you can't. As a lawyer, you can't advertise in France. Yeah, I would say that would make at it all. so definitely different. <laughs> right. We they are treated as big. But businesses. but I get it. I get I get exactly the point. My dad wanted to be a lawyer for the same reason. He's like an asshole, just like me. Well, and he can he kind of lost his way. But uh, became a teacher. Comedians do the same thing. Look at Bill Burr. You'll watch his stand up. He's gonna he, what he does in the last couple. Uh, he's the best example because. He will take the opposite angle of what's popular, and he will make you uh, think about it. Uh, the Donald Sterling thing with the Clippers owner, mm-hmm. and then he'll flip you, and then he'll he'll just talk about it in such a way. It's not what he believes in, honestly. A lot of the time, he just knows that angle is going to get a rise out of you. He just wants you to see the other side, and that's yeah. I I see that in good debaters. I see that in good. Just listen to Elon Musk on Rogan, and he does it in a different way. He's uh, Elon Musk is talking about like. Uh, I just don't spend time in things that don't make sense to me. It, it basically is his milieu. And so it's like he's he's a contrarian in the fact that he doesn't get caught up in the bullshit. And his way of thinking, so what? I run five businesses. So what? And everybody's like, well, yep. that seems like a lot. Oh. And he's like, I know. I just I have I, I hire good people. He is the pra- most pragmatic guy of all time because he's just like, I don't I don't think about anything like that. I don't spend any effort in that area, which is interesting. Uh I want to make sure. But that's exactly it. Right. But your contrarian is not a bad thing. It's, it's a pejorative mostly, I'd say. It's, it's seeing both sides. It's a, it's a well-rounded thing as long as you're not a dick about it. You know, it's a, it's a skill. Yeah, you keep telling us To not be dug in so, on something all the time, you know? If you're an asshole, no, I was, we're going to believe you. <laughs> I was adding an extra. I think there was the extra edge of the wrong tone, the wrong. Sure. Timing, may- right. maybe, all of that. But how now about, I'm using it for good. How about this? I found out I could be a dick on stage as long as I smile. As long as I'm going like this, <laughs> everything's all right, yeah. right? Yeah. No one's trying to wait, wait for me after. smile right off your No face. one's waiting for me after a show. They're, I'm just at a barbecue, man. Um, well, I want to make sure to ask this question because we'll have you back on. We try to keep these episodes pretty short. Uh, what If you could travel back in time and you could see your 13-year-old asshole dickish self in history class, doesn't have to be history class, but if you could travel back in time and give your 13-year-old self some advice, what would that advice be? Well, it's the, the most cliche answer, but people who, uh, who went through that journey will understand, I'm pretty sure the two of you will understand because you're both creative people, is to follow my guts a bit more. I think sometimes your body, your mind tells you to follow something because there is this energy in it. Like you, you want to do it because you fucking want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I, I, I followed that instead of like forcing myself not to, I wish I had, I wish I, so I would tell you to, I would tell my 13 year old self to, to do that and follow what excites him to not feel like it's geeky to go on the internet all the time and, and, and pursue that because I was just fucking, yeah, any, bait, so. any, any specific story? I feel like I can see the wheels turning on a couple yeah. of things that are right in right. your smile. Yeah, I was I, I was the first one of all my friends who have uh, 
high speed internet, right? Okay. So porn. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, World of uh, Warcraft three, kind of shit like that. But not only like I I I I was following like a few blogs on 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 business and whatnot and and psychology stuff. Like I I I read a few books at my brother's place about psychology when I was young, and that that fired me up, man. And I kind of forgot about it for a while until I, I came back to it because I, you see the psychological stuff like the psychological bias and stuff was one another way to to get a reaction out of people to to elicit something and and yeah i wish i had known that from the start but it's part of the journey so hey for a marketer i mean psychology is everything you know absolutely that's, that's all huge. business is yeah business is just basic psychology i think i don't know yeah uh all right absolutely well Let's have you back on pretty soon, like a month. I'll, we'll probably have more pointed stuff to hit yeah. you with, but yeah. uh, I can definitely see we, you'd be a great guest. To yeah, man, it was, it was fun. On. That was great. Love it. And thanks so much for taking the time in this in those weird, weird fucking times. <laughs> no, yeah. we, hey, and I apologize for rescheduling last last week. We didn't have the uh, internet or something. So, yeah. um, so good. Hey, we'll, we'll but we'll definitely back have you back on because I want to see uh, I want to listen to a few of the podcasts. Yeah, man. Maybe chew the Two. fat and some of those. All right, bud. Thanks, man. Thanks for your time, and and, and let me know when you want to do that again. Okay. For sure. Definitely. Thank you. All right, buddy. See ya.